is coming up now on Established in the Faith. The cross bridges the gap between time and eternity. He died for everyone in the past who looked forward to His coming. He died for everyone in the future, that's you and I, and everyone else in the future after you and I. Jesus Christ went to the cross. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. How many of you have seen the Christmas Carol? There's many different versions out today. I'm reminded of one. I actually saw it the other night with George C. Scott. Remember, remember that particular version? Um, that's the one I grew up on. Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, stingy, was visited by three spirits: the ghost of Christmas past the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas future. This morning, that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. Would you turn with me to the gospel according to St. Luke chapter 2? Luke chapter 2, verse 11. Luke chapter 2, verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now even go to Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And I want to use for a subject this morning, From the stable to the table. From the stable to the table. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before Your throne of grace today. I thank You for this opportunity to stand before the people and to minister Your Word. And Lord, I thank You for every person You have brought this way. And Lord, this morning our hearts are full as we look to the great gift of which You came into this world and gave Yourself for us. Lord, we, we, we thank you so very, very much for your great gift of salvation. And Lord, this morning as I attempt to try to minister your word, I ask for your anointing to rest upon me. And Lord, I ask you to move upon the people today, anoint them to hear and receive of your word, that we all might be drawn a little closer to you. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen and Amen. Christmas past. 
The Bible tells us that the angel Gabriel came into a little virgin girl by the name of Mary. She stayed in a little town of Nazareth. Nazareth was not looked upon too good by the Jews because there was a Roman garrison that encamped nearby. Someone said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Well, yes, it can. The Lord sent an angel to a little virgin girl who was espoused to a man by the name of Joseph before they came together. The angel appeared to her and said, Fear not, Mary. God has chosen you. You're favored of God. You will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. Call his name Jesus. And she said, How can this be, seeing that I know not a man? And the angel said, The power, the Holy Ghost, the power of God will move upon you. And you will conceive in your womb, and that thing which shall be conceived in you will be called the Son of God. And Mary said, Be it unto me according to your word. Along with that message to Mary, the angel said that your cousin Elizabeth has also conceived in her old age. So Mary leaves town for several months, and she goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth. And during that time, changes begin to take place as the Lord Jesus Christ was conceived in her womb. Changes took place. As you know, when a woman becomes pregnant, there are changes that take place, and it becomes very visible it is the same with you and I today, ladies and gentlemen, for all who will accept Christ as their Savior. Once He is conceived into their hearts and lives, there will be changes that will take place. Outward changes will be seen. People will notice it. After several months, John the Baptist was born Mary leaves and comes back to Nazareth. And the changes that have taken place have now become very obvious. And her and Joseph were espoused to be married. There was a written contract on the day that they were espoused. And in that contract, it stated that on this particular date, they were to be married. It was legal. It was binding. And you can imagine the thoughts that went through Joseph's mind as he saw Mary. And you know how people love to talk. They know more about your business than you do. And people begin to talk. And Joseph was thinking about putting her away privately, giving her a bill of divorcement and just not making it a public thing and the shame and all that would be involved in that. And while he thought on these things, an angel came to him and said, Don't be afraid to take unto you Mary, your wife. She has not been unfaithful to you. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. She will bring forth the Son, and you call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins and 
The Bible says that Joseph took unto him Mary, his wife. They got married. And around about this same time, Herod and Caesar had some words. They were not getting along too well, and there came down a decree from Caesar Augustus. I'm going to show you who's boss. He said, everybody's going to be taxed. Makes no difference who you are, what your circumstances may be. Everybody's got to pay the tax. And to make sure everybody pays their share, you're going to have to go back to the county seat, which for Mary and Joseph, that would have been the little town of Bethlehem. Mary's already nine months pregnant. And she begins an 80-mile journey to Bethlehem. Took several weeks to get there. I imagine the journey was quite taxing. Some of you will get that in a minute. They get to Bethlehem. It's just about dusk dark and... Joseph knocks on the door of the innkeeper's house. The innkeeper opens the door and Joseph says, Have you got any room? My wife's going into labor. We, we, we need a place to stay. He said, I'm sorry, I don't have any room. And there's a stable out back if you want to use that. So Joseph goes to the stable and he makes Mary as comfortable as he can. And there among the animals, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, was born. And she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and she laid him there in that manger. A lot would happen over the next 33 years. The Lord would live a perfect life. His ministry touched thousands. In his physical body, he could only touch so many. But he wanted to touch the entire human race. Past, present, future. The only way to do that, ladies and gentlemen, was to go to the cross. The cross transcends all of time. Matter of fact, the Bible says before the foundation of the world, Christ was crucified. In the mind of God, it was already decided that Christ would come into the world and die for mankind. The cross bridges the gap between time and eternity. He died for everyone in the past who looked forward to His coming. He died for everyone in the future, that's you and I, and everyone else in the future after you and I. Jesus Christ went to the cross. Moving up to Christmas present, Today, we will observe communion. The word communion, it means to 
It's an action word which means to have fellowship, to participate in, to share together, and to have in common. Communion is not something that we participate in to keep the memory of our Lord alive. Communion is when we actually enter into the presence of God. We enter into His life, His perfect life. We enter into His death at Calvary. We enter into His burial. We enter into His resurrection. As we partake of the bread, this is my body which is broken for you. This is the New Testament of my blood which is shed for you for the remission of sins. With all that being said, the table at Christmas is just important as the stable. Did you hear what I said? Let me say it again. The Lord's table at Christmas is just as important as the stable. Glory to God. Amen. Jesus wanted to have communion with his disciples. He wanted them to remember him as often as they would. And he wanted them to walk as he walked. And he wants us to walk as he walked as well. Second, no, 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2, verse 21 for even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. Not only are we to walk in his steps, but we're to carry on his work. John fourteen twelve. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Christmas present. The day is the Lord's birthday. A lot of presents will be given today. A lot of presents will be exchanged tomorrow for something better. Today's the biggest gift-giving day. Tomorrow will be the best gift-exchanging day. But what will a man give in exchange for his soul? As we think about Christmas present, what is your Christmas present to the Lord today? What are you going to give Him? What can you give one who has absolutely everything? What can you give him? Your heart is all he wants. There's nothing any more precious than your soul. As we look to Christmas future, 
it'll be another 11 years before we celebrate the Lord's birthday on a Sunday. The year is 2033. A lot can happen in 11 years. I've been here 10 years and I buried over 23 members. In 11 years, some of you will not be here. I may not be here. The future is unwritten and the future is uncertain. When you think about the changes that have taken place in the past two years, who would have thought that one little virus that you have to, you can only see it with a microscope, could change the entire world the way that it has? A lot of changes have taken place in just two years. What will happen over the next 11 years is uncertain. I don't mean to be a killjoy on Christmas, but it's not going to be good, folks. The Bible tells us that it's only going to get worse and worse. There's one thing for certain, though. Before it gets too bad, the Lord's going to take us out of here. And 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six, Paul says, As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. The Lord is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, he who came into the world as the baby in the manger will soon take us out of this world before the coming judgment. And as we partake of the Lord's Supper today, we're to remember the promise of his return. 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. As we think of the three tenses. Christmas past. Christmas present, Christmas future, from the stable to the table. Let me remind you of another table that will be set one day, and that's the table that will be set in heaven. Are you hearing me? The table that will be set in heaven. I don't know what all is going to be on that table. I don't know if barbecue will be there, if chicken will be there, steak. I, can't, I don't know what's going to be on that table, but I know who's going to be at that table. <laughs> by the by faith in Jesus Christ I'm going to be there and I know the Lord is going to be there I hope and pray that all of you 
will be there, the marriage supper of the Lamb, to sit down at the Lord's table. From the stable to the table, let's remember this Christmas that our past has been forgiven because of the cross, or it can be forgiven if we'll just ask. Let's remember the present gift of life that we have right now and the eternal life that Christ has provided for us. And like I said, the future is uncertain. But we know what the back of the book says. (laughs) I've read the last page, ladies and gentlemen, and we win. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, we have already come, but we're going to make it. The book says that we win. We're going to make it. So take your clean slate today because of what he did at the past, and let's walk in his steps till he comes. As we approach the Lord's table today, let's give thanks. Let's give thanks for the stable where it all began, for the sinless life that was given, the body that was given, and the blood that was shed and sacrificed for us. If you will, this morning, take your communion cup and go ahead and start opening that up, if you will. While you're doing that, I'll read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27. The Apostle Paul said, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace today. And we thank you for the table. Lord, as we observe communion today, We ask that we be accounted worthy to partake. Lord, this morning, if there's anything that we've done in our lives that was not pleasing to you, we ask your forgiveness. Wash us. Cleanse us with your precious blood. You said in your word that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Lord, we repent today. We ask your forgiveness that we might be accounted worthy to partake of this supper of which you have given. And Lord, we ask now that you bless, that you bless the bread and you bless this cup to the nourishment of our bodies. And we'll ask it all in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen and amen. 
Well, I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Merry Christmas, whether you're in the service or out in the parking lot or elsewhere in the community. Merry Christmas to you and yours. We love you also very, very much. And give the Lord the greatest gift that you can give him today. Give him your heart. Praise God. Today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.